an essay on how to deal with the problem of the immature adult. When we are children, we engage in childish things. But when grown up, we put away our childish interests and adopt a mature set of concerns. The Bible indicates there is a line between the child and adult and between the sinner and the saved. It is possible therefore that the child never matures but remains a being of flesh. But then, can the adult who will not grow up, be saved? The issue of sinners and children arises, because the unrepentant sinner is not a role model for children. Those who cannot cease living in the flesh cannot emerge as adults. The sinner will cause retarded moral development, and if the child cannot understand the difference between living in the flesh and living in the spirit, he or she will never make the transition from child to adult. We have speculated there is a line between childhood and adulthood. There is a line between those who live in the flesh and those who live in the spirit. Where is this line and what divides the two groups? The child is physically dependent on its parents. We see many grown persons still dependent on their parents to some degree. We see some parents who inculcate in their children a level of dependency. Age and size is not the deciding factor. The adult defined as a person able to care for children is by implication, a person able to care for themselves. Adults at some point, made a decision to be responsible for themselves but more importantly, to some degree they made themselves responsible for the world beyond their physical self. The immature never gets to this point. The immature constantly searches for causative factors to explain their state of affairs. This not only which makes them secularists it leaves them in a condition of immaturity. The problem always exists outside of themselves. The child is effect and sees himself or herself as a victim of circumstance. Secularists embrace the idea that the problem is out there, beyond their zone of influence. They are victims of circumstance. Their circumstance is formalized as the intersectional scale. Intersectionality measures the intensity of victimization. Secularists do not like the Bible because it implies they are responsible for their reaction, if not for their condition. They are only victims if they choose to be seen as a victim. But there is a very real and hard line between adult and child. Interestingly, it is the same line that divides spirit from flesh. To understand the difference between adult and child one has to understand the difference between those of the flesh and those of the spirit. At some point in the child's development, as he or she strives to emulate their role models, the child realizes the difference between him or her and those who they desire to be like, is that adults pay his or her own way. The parasite does not learn this. Those of the flesh never make that pledge to pay their own costs. Adults are masters of their fate and take responsibility for their condition. Adults and the people of the spirit do not play the blame game, they do not strive to be a burden on society. At one time it was an indicator of moral failure to take help from the state. It was okay for a woman with children who had lost her husband to seek financial aid. This was often her only choice. The rest of us were expected to do what needed to be done to survive. We accepted the burden of maturity and paid the price, but in this age, 
falling on hard times is considered a social injustice. No one is supposed to suffer a setback and if they do, it is up to the state to rectify things. We have a right to succeed and the state an obligation to fix things if we fail. The immature adult needs a surrogate parent, this is the state. The child seeks freedom, the liberal wants a life of endless enjoyment. In the liberal worldview alcohol ought not give one hangovers and drug overdoses ought to be safe. This is the reality of the child. It is a world in which one's invisible friend is always willing to play and play your game by your rules and let you win. But the real world is not like that. In the real world someone has to work and pay the bills. No matter how benevolent and generous the state, it cannot give what someone did not create. There is no freedom for the ones who must do what needs to be done. Society admires first responders because they are always there to do their job. But this is the least that could be expected of all of us. Freedom is for the child. Freedom is for the flesh. Liberalism is the worship of the flesh and the worldview held by the eternal child. But who is to do the work of keeping the world running? Someone has to pay the bills and wash the toilet. The child is the responsibility of the parents. If the parent is unable or unwilling to care for their child, the community is required to step in. It is a different matter if the child refuses to mature. What then? Who steps in to care for the 35-year-old child? Unfortunately, the concept of the community has been corrupted and separated from the church. The idea of the division between church and state was created to make the church irrelevant. Biblically the church is the state. If the church represents the adult the state represents a daycare. The state functions primarily as an institution to care for the eternally immature. The state enables the immature to remain in a retarded stage of development. Without the state liberals would have to grow up. Logical apologetic is not just a way to look at the Bible analytically, it is an apologetic for adulthood, and the life of an adult called the church. It is impossible to justify scripture without validating adulthood. Life is all about growing up and being an adult. In the end the life of the spirit is the life of the adult human. If you wish to talk about the purpose of man, it is to grow up. We were born to mature. It is natural for children to associate becoming an adult as being linked with age. Because each year they become another year older, it would be natural if they were to assume becoming an adult is a cumulative process. As one ages one acquires the features of an adult. One is born and gets older and at some point, one passes a threshold that divides the child from the adult. Oddly this is the same way most people think of good and evil. One accumulates goodness till at some point a threshold is passed and one becomes good. But in the mind of the child the line between child and adult is invisible and the difference between the fully matured child and the newly minted adult is imperceptible. That is also the way secularists see the difference between the good person and the evil person. They know there is a difference, but it is too amorphous and generalized to identify with clarity. On the other hand, the immature sees no fundamental difference between themselves and a child, 
the differences, such as they are, are ones of degree. This helps explains the left's attitude towards minor attracted persons. Maturity cannot be left up to the passage of time nor be permitted to be linked to nothing more than subjective changes in the individual's persona. Maturity is a line the child crosses. It is a spiritual transformation. Ultimately, the path to being an adult is synonymous with the path that leads to a spiritual rebirth. We do not fully embrace adulthood until we have embraced our spiritual nature. The child is focused on bodily needs, these begin as an infant and when still a fetus. But at some point, the child has to turn his or her attention outwards and off his or her physical wants and pleasures. After a period, the child becomes satiated with pleasure. The physical body can only experience so much pleasure before it becomes inured to the stimulus. This can be considered a natural exhaustion of the nerves, but in fact it is the way God forces us to turn our attention of the needs and welfare of others. At this point the individual accepts the need to adopt the role of adult, or they begin to up their dosage and intensity of the stimulus. Some call this becoming an adrenaline junkie. It's nothing more than a refusal to grow up. Many personal problems could be solved simply by stopping the fixation on self and the child's need for external stimulants. The adult must focus on the needs of others. History suggests whites have mastered the art of creating adults more than many other groups. Whites became adults in greater numbers because whites solved the moral challenge of what it means to be moral more completely. This was caused by our greater exposure to Christianity. In answering the question of, if we are all in sin, how do we achieve moral righteousness by answering what does it take for a child to become an adult? Whites always step up to the plate, even when there is no benefit to them, their family or even their nation or race. This has made them the policemen of the world and created much animosity, especially in the hearts of evil men, but whites have always strived to do the right thing. But this is where the problem originates. Because we all think we know what the right thing is, but obviously, the vast majority of us are deluded. It is possible that whites, even as the strive to do what is right, did much harm. The absurdity and the audacity to think your gut, penis or clitoris is going to tell you the right thing to do, hardly needs to be mentioned. If your brain is an organ descended from lizards, it will be wise to treat what it tells you, with a considerable degree of caution. However, if you cannot look at an adult and a child and see a qualitative distinction between the adult and the child, it would be good for you to remain in your parents' basement under your parents' care for as long as you can. Logical Apologetic is a program for introducing people to a life lived in the spirit. When we kill the flesh the child in you dies and the adult persona is born. It is in logics that adults are born.